Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Thursday the 23rd of November. David Seymour's given a cryptic clue as to who could be in line for Deputy Prime Minister, one of the last sticking points in coalition negotiations. Seymour and Chris Luxon have now both arrived at Parliament with Winston Peters spotted at Auckland Airport. Seymour says many different options have been discussed, possibly including the one of himself and Peters sharing the job. It's a mathematical possibility, right? And I think uh, in a negotiation you explore every avenue to try and reach consensus. He says he's happy with where talks are at. It's, it's it's partly Seymour Street, um, you know, but um, we'll see exactly where we end up at the end. Meanwhile, Chris Luxon won't provide the odds on finalising a coalition deal today, but repeated it's very close. Arriving at Parliament this morning, the incoming Prime Minister says he had last spoken with both Winston Peters and David Seymour last night, but there's no deal yet. We've done a lot of other work overnight, but um, we've uh, just got a few more telephone calls to make this morning and should be in good shape. Huge travel concerns on the US-Canada border on the eve of its busiest travel period. Two men have been killed in a car explosion at a security checkpoint on the Rainbow Bridge after crashing into a pylon at high speed. NBC's reporting no explosives were found in the car and authorities aren't calling it terrorism until they have more conclusive evidence. The BBC's Gary O'Donoghue says it's also the day before Thanksgiving in the US. That is a huge moment. A lot of people travelling obviously but it is also a huge moment where people are concerned about security incidents and it is a potentially a target. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has spoken for the first time since agreeing to a hostage release deal. Israel will pause fighting for four days in exchange for the release of 50 women and children hostages. It will also free 150 Palestinian prisoners. Here, through a BBC translator, Netanyahu says it's imperative they work to free all of the hostages. We are taking advantage of every possible chance in order to bring them home. It is a sacred duty upon our shoulders. It is a decree. Property investors are hoping the incoming government will mean good things for the market. It comes amid skyrocketing rentals, which some economists have credited to an influx of migration. Aspire Property Management Managing Director Mike Atkinson says he's hopeful the government will work with landlords to turn the market around. The property industry is looking for a government that's going to respect the role that the landlord plays in the market and hopefully work together so we can keep the rents under control. A fecal-like smell is upsetting locals in Wellington's CBD. Residents on Willis Street have described a foul odour permeating over recent days. Leon Chen of Wellington Water is reminding restaurants of their oil disposal obligations. He explains the smell is from dirty underground grease taps. Traps, should I say. To sport, Masters champion John Rahm is reportedly in negotiations with Live Golf over a move to the Saudi Arabian-funded league. A figure of $1 billion has been suggested as the proposed remuneration. Former Tour de France winner Jan Ulrich has conceded for the first time that he feels guilty for doping his way to cycling glory. He made the admission at the premiere of an Amazon Prime documentary about him in Munich. And Red Bull boss Christian Horner claims Lewis Hamilton's representatives contacted his syndicate and Ferrari before signing his new Mercedes contract. I'm Malcolm Jordan. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.